joining us on the line from the county of Simcoe. We say hello to Contracting Collections Supervisor William Wilma Bureau. Wilma, how are you this morning? I'm very well, thanks, John and Melanie. Thanks very much for having me on the air. Uh, you are in the, uh, the the job of looking after the county's waste and uh, dealing with the contractors and collections. Uh, that's a, a big job, considering how big the, the county is. Yeah, uh, we look after waste collection services to about 140,000 um, locations in the county, um, including regular garbage collection uh, every week, recycling collection, organics collection, that's really important as well, um, seasonal yard waste collections, Christmas tree collection, and now we have some special collections coming up this fall that we wanted to chat about. Things really have changed over the years in the world of waste collection. There was a time when you had your garbage man and that was it. <laughs> Now there's so many different levels and types of waste. For sure. Um, yeah, back in the old days, you know, people just put out bags and bags and bags of garbage and, and everything went to the landfill. Um, it's it's changed a lot in recent years. And now we have um, there are famous uh, blue box program here in Ontario, um, as well as yard waste collections to uh, divert yard waste from landfill and compost it. Uh, we have the green bin program that started in the county 10 years ago now. Um, that's been very successful, um, but it's still the number one area uh, where we see that we could improve our diversion from landfill. And then we have some special collections that we've added. Uh, this Earlier this summer, we had a textile collection across the county. Right. And uh, coming up in September, we're going to have an electronics collection curbside. Because yep. how many people don't have old electronics sitting around, especially when the new ones come out, or phones, yes. things like that, in your drawer that you don't know what to do with? And the challenge with electronics, I find, is that the cost it would take to repair a broken, non-functioning electronic is likely more expensive or close to it of a brand new one. Or that Walkman that keeps eating your cassette. <laughs> I love the Walkman. Uh, how do you classify uh, electronics that fit for collections? Um, so it's going to include everything kind of like televisions, printers, uh, computer uh, themselves, monitors, video gaming consoles, um, as well as small electrical items. So little things like toasters, uh, clock radios, um, irons for ironing your clothes, uh, kettles, that kind of thing. And then um, personal care electronic uh, electrical items as well, such as hair dryers and curling irons, shavers. electric shavers, yeah. toothbrushes, um, and even small power tools like little um, drills and jigsaws and, and sanders and that sort of thing. Um, as well as, you know, people have um, extension cords maybe that are frayed, uh, power bars that are not working anymore. Um, hey, even strings of Christmas lights. Like if if the string isn't working anymore, take the bulbs out and put put the the cord out, and and we'll collect that as well. Why are we um, isolating these things? What's the end use for for this stuff? Uh, so they will be shipped uh, once they're collected. They will be sent to a local processor that's approved um, through Ontario Electronic Stewardship, uh, and they will actually um, remove any hazardous components from some of the electronics. Mm -hmm. um, and then, as well, they um, essentially break down the, the individual components uh, to recover all of the different metals and the different plastics, the glass, everything from uh, from the electronics. So you're essentially talking about my whole garage. So this could be an excellent clean-out time for me. Now, as far as the election, uh, the electronic collection, uh, is there going to be a certain packaging that we have to put it in for them to collect it? 
Yes. So um, very soon, all the residents in the county will be receiving an envelope in the mail um, that's called the Big News Envelope. Uh, It will have a blue uh, clear bag in it that will have instructions, uh, what's acceptable, when to put out, that sort of thing. Um, Residents can find out what week their their particular collection is occurring on through uh, the county's website, simco.ca, or they can check the waste management calendar to confirm what week they're on. Uh, And then small items can go in that bag. Larger items, like a television, obviously isn't Mm going to fit in the bag, so that can just be put out um, with the bag or loose at the curb. Um, And it has to be out on the Monday of your collection week. It's not necessarily going to happen on your garbage day. So it could be sitting outside for a few days. Correct. Okay. Correct. Yeah. So we are encouraging all residents to um, delete any personal data that's on their phones right. or their or their computers. Um, but yeah, just set it out then, and, and the truck will be around to collect it. Fantastic. It. Uh, you were talking earlier about the green bin program, something that uh, I know the county has been really trying to get people to to get the uptake on. It's probably that mm-hmm. recycling has sort of become a new normal. That was a big deal, but now uh, the green bin, if we can get more more uptake on that, would be better. Mm-hmm. The Green Bin Program is certainly something that's near and dear to my heart. Uh, a lot of people don't realize that um, removing green bin materials from the garbage uh, it has major environmental uh, impacts. It's, it's uh, really positive to remove it. Um, some people think, you know, why, why aren't we recycling more plastics in a program, that kind of thing. But um, really, the green bin is the area where um, the most benefit can be seen. Um, the green bin material in, in the garbage, in the landfill environment, um, creates methane gas, which is um, a greenhouse gas that's 25 times more um, uh, harmful than um, uh, carbon dioxide. And um, Organ, organic material in the landfill also creates leachate, which um, can have a negative impacts on groundwater resources. Um, and organic material, when it's diverted through the green bin program, um, has a major benefit in that it creates a compost material or a fertilizer product uh, that's beneficial for soils. So there's so many reasons why it's great to use the green bin. Um, and people that aren't using it, I mean, they'll, they would probably be surprised at how simple it really is. Um, it's just a matter of putting it into a different container. Um, and they'll be amazed at how much lighter their garbage is. Well, that's sure. what I was going to say. Yeah. Yes, how easy it actually is, but how much you're actually putting into that green bin may surprise you because that mm-hmm. definitely did surprise me when I started doing it myself. But mm-hmm. one thing that also is able to be added this, uh, I, didn't, I didn't realize, <laughs> yeah, not right now, not until October, right? Uh-huh. But I didn't realize that this is going to be a possibility, pet waste. That's right. That's right. So coming uh, October the 1st, um, the county will be accepting pet waste in the green bin, which is a, a fabulous addition. Um, there's actually a fairly significant portion of pet waste in, in the curbside garbage. Um, so being able to capture that in the green bin is going to make a big difference as well. Is there stipulations, um, so includes- though? For sure. Like different um, cat litters can't go in? or uh, Cat litter is fine as long as it's not the sort of more um, synthetic sort of stuff. Um, and the uh, some of the cat, li- cat liner, sorry, kitty litter liners, 
they are not actually um, acceptable either because uh, they're made of plastic. So um, the kitty litter would just need to be dumped either into a certified compostable bag or um, if, you know, if you had enough, you could just put it loose in the green bin. All right. And dog waste, mm-hmm. of course, can't be bagged. It has to be just... Uh, That's right. Also in the certified compostable bags or... Um, um, can be wrapped up in newspaper too if someone wanted to do that. But yeah, it's it's going to make a, a great addition. Hopefully, we're going to see some uh, increases in our tonnages, and um, maybe some of those people that aren't using their green bin will start to use their green bin because they're able to now put pet waste in it's as so well. So much more convenient, absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and mm-hmm. of course, uh, I don't want to admit it to myself, but this is uh, we are coming close to the end of summer into fall. And with fall, the leaves start falling, and that's always a concern of where do you put those. <laughs> and I still have actually spring bags <laughs> do, in my backyard I that I didn't put out yet, so ready for fall collection. Yeah. Yeah, so our bi-weekly uh, seasonal yard waste collection starts uh, in early October, um, and it is also um, every other week in the county. So um, residents, again, can uh, see through Simcoe.ca or by looking in the waste management calendar what week they're on. Uh, and as well, it does not necessarily occur on people's regular garbage day, right. so it needs to be out on the Monday of the collection week. Wilma Brio, thank you so much. Valuable information. Looking forward to some of these new changes in the waste management, some of these special collections coming up. If folks have specific questions or they've, they want to sort of re- retract what we've talked about, where should they go? Uh, they can go to Simcoe.ca or they can contact the county's customer service center. From Simcoe County's Waste Collections, we have Contract and Collection Supervisor Wilma Bureau. Wilma, thank you so much for joining us on Talk to the Town. Thanks, John and Melanie.